All right. What's up? What's up, man? It's uh 68th installment, the unplugged alpha. Uh, I should I should start these podcasts with a warning. I think I'm gonna have to do this from now on. Look, the stuff that I talk about in my book, my podcasts, and a lot of my videos. If you're the kind of guy or gal that thinks that, I don't know, the government cares about you, if you're a guy that simps for women or thinks that there's sugar and spice and all things nice, uh, if you're a, a guy that thinks that if you just wife them up, they're gonna, it's just going to work out for you because the rule of law and your vows and God will take care of it. I just need to start podcasts with something like that, I think, going forward. Just to, just to offer some clarity here, because a lot of the stuff that I get into, it's kind of advanced shit, you know, if I'm being honest. It's not it's not for the average plugged in dude. Okay, this this podcast, this this book series that I'm writing, what I'm doing is for those of you that are seeking to unplug from comforting lies, from society's bullshit, all the crap that the matrix has programmed into us, and to optimize your life in the best ways possible. So want to thank you guys for joining me. See the chat's active. Do me a solid and uh, hit the uh, the thumbs up, the like button over on YouTube just for the Agos. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm just going to drop the live YouTube link and all chat and uh, Twitter, Twatch, Facebook, wherever you know you happen to be. Just hit that link. Subscribe to the channel and uh, let's get into it. Tonight we're talking about moving in with a girlfriend. Never covered this before. I've, I've kind of alluded to this. Uh, from time to time in different uh, shows, just 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 sort of chopping up the idea, right? At the end of the day, <clears throat> look, I've lived with two chicks in my life. Okay, I've I did it in my twenties. Twenties was how do I how do I break it down? It was dumb. Okay, it was it was it was the conventional. She didn't have a car. I had to drive to her. It was inconvenient. I was kind of poor at the time. I don't know if I was poor, but I was, I didn't have bucks to lux. Let's just put it that way. Um, I don't know. How old was I? 24? I think 24-ish. Maybe, maybe 25. I don't know. Let's just call it mid-20s. And, you know, it's, it's those four, four words that I always use. Complicate, sorry. <laughs> Complicate life, justify why. That's what guys do, right? Oh, I don't feel like driving to her. She lives 20 minutes away. It'd be probably better if we lived together. We could split the costs. More access to intimacy, companionship, blah, 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 right? Complicate life, justify why. I was presented with the idea of what's the point? I was doing some mentoring. I was the mentee, you know, for a change. Um, I like to put myself in that position from time to time. And I was talking about something. He was asking me some leading questions. And he was like, well, what's the point? Like, what's the point of this? Like, what is the point? And it's like, what is the point? Why don't we ask ourselves these questions more often? What is the point? Like, why are we doing this? What is the point of this? Where is this going? Where is this going to take me? Is it aligned with my goals? I think more importantly, does it allow me to become my best self, my mental point of origin? Is this aligned with the lifestyle that, that an unplugged alpha would live, right? 
anyway, back to the 24-year-old dork that I was, about 24-ish. So moving the girl, stupid move. She had a crazy ex-boyfriend kind of tracking her in tow. Um, and pretty much everything that a lot of guys complain about. You know, I went through a kind of kind of a funny experiment. I um, I posed the question, and I try to pose these questions to solicit balanced feedback. You know, because if you don't balance your questioning, you're going to get you know, if you're like, hey, guys, why does it suck living with women? You're going to get a lot of negative feedback. So the question I posed on my two Facebook channels, sorry, my two YouTube channels on Facebook and on Twitter, which delivered over 450 comments, some of them were quite thought provoking. Men, for those of you that are living with a girlfriend or have done so in the past, what were the pros and cons? Okay. The vast majority of guys had pros and cons listed. There was probably two, if I recall, that said it was all upside and they would definitely do it again. But the vast majority said that there was too many downsides for them to entertain it again. So I'm going to be getting into some of those downsides with you. Some of them I experienced myself. Again, the first time I was in my 20s. Second time was when I got married. I was married for four years, about four years. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a separation period. But living in the same house for four years, that shouldn't really count because like the last... You know, like the separation period, the untying the knot period, it, it's it's just a fucking nightmare. So it's not even worth commenting on that because that's kind of a skewed opinion. But um, a lot of the stuff that happened also happened, you know, in my 20s. And you're going to get some of the some of the feedback here in the uh, in the comments. I'm going to just throw them up on the screen so you guys can follow along with me. Um, I've been, I'm going to be taking some call-ins tonight. So if you guys want to uh, ask some questions or chime in with your experience. Uh, I'll, I'll post a link there later on the live chat on the YouTube channel. Um, it, it, you know, right here, Mr. Enfy, done it three times, learned, but not wrecked. Um, again, you know, what's the point? Like, why am I doing this? I think that if you do it for the wrong reasons, like to try to save a couple bucks, I mean, really make more money. Um, take on a cool roommate, like a dude, a friend, your brother. Um, I've lived with friends. I've lived with both of my brothers. In fact, um, live with two chicks and I can tell you it's a lot more fun, um, and freeing if you want to save money to take on a roommate that, you know, it's a, a friend or, or even, you know, your brother in, uh, in family, um, moving a woman in to save a little bit of money or to have access to intimacy, which generally doesn't last over a long period of time um doesn't really work out you know i had this conversation with my um family lawyer we get together like i don't know once every year or so grab some lunch grab some dinner he's a good guy you know save my hind and i don't know the second or third time we got together i said to him something like you know because he lives on one end of the city in toronto and is he always seems to find women that live on the other end of the city because he kind of works in the middle of the city or more towards like one end of the city where the uh, chicks are that he's dating. So he ends up sort of like commuting across the city back and forth because he's doing some work in the city and he's working from home. And then he, you know, sort of dates and he's like, you know, I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that I'm just going to be a lifelong bachelor. I'm not going to live with a chick. And I was asking him why. And he's like, there's no real upside to it. There's a lot of downside, a lot of legal consequences. There's three main, 
three main, th actually four main things, if I can put it that way, that I can talk about, which are the main points. I'll get into those towards the end. I kind of want to go through some of the talking points that a lot of people um, dropped in the comments to sort of break it down for you. Um, let's go and start throwing some of these up here on the screen for us, shall we? Uh, let's go present, share screen, window, and tabs. And by the way, if you want to like be able to chime in on stuff like this, definitely make sure that you're um, subscribed to the channel because the community tab is where I sort of post some of these solicitation feedback polls. You might have a hard time reading it, especially if you're on a mobile, so I'll just read it out. Um, so this guy, Joe, says, in my situation, pros were more intimate time, homemade meals, laundry done. By the way, I categorized all the pros and the cons. And the pros that popped up almost over and over again were sex, cooking, cleaning, and companionship. Those were the main ones. Beyond that, the guys with frame talked about a lot more, which I'm going to discuss when I get into my four main points. Homemade meals, laundry done, etc. Cons, more time spent watching TV. You're going to find that. You're going to spend a lot more time sitting around watching series and shows. It was her home, the power dynamic. Now, look, you never want to move into a chick's house. <laughs> if you're going to do it, if you, uh, look, the unplugged alpha would not move into a chick's house. Okay, that's what a plugged in beta would do. You move into her space. She has the frame. She controls everything. Um, she's going to set certain terms and conditions of that living arrangement. Because it's her house. Like, why wouldn't she? She's a boss girl. Strong, independent women. They've been told for decades now, you're strong, you're independent. Uh, you don't need no man. You need a man like a fish needs a bicycle. So if you think that you're going to move into her house and you're going to have some de degree of autonomy or say and stuff, it generally speaking doesn't work out that way, especially with all the feedback that I looked through here on these 450 comment posts. Um, was it her home, which he says was a no-no, you know, at the end of it. So at least he's honest about that. Uh, not enough time apart. So things get on people's nerves and expected to help with projects like you're married. Yeah. I mean, look, you move into her house, you will be expected to take on her projects for sure. hundred percent. Um, also the ability to keep tabs on me. So my infatuation with hobbies were scrutinized constantly. That was another thing that popped up a lot is guys felt like, um, they lose the ability to maintain their interests and their hobbies because women, I mean, like women today are told again, strong, independent. So they inadvertently try to run a guy, which is kind of part of the shit testing system. And again, it's going to tie into the four points that I want to make abundantly clear in this and why it's such a bad idea generally speaking like again it, it, it all boils down to like what's the point like why are you doing this right like if you're raising children okay we can have a conversation about that but it seems like the vast majority of the time it's a matter of convenience i don't really want to drive that far you know to see her or she doesn't have a car or we can save a little bit of money if we live together blah 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 like you know it's like these convenience right complicate life justify why those four words don't ever forget them think them through Never live with your significant other unless you're married. Don't overinvest by volunteering to do tasks only a husband is obligated to do, is what this good dude said. Um, pro, sex was available. Cons, my development stopped. This popped up a lot too. A lot of guys said that they stopped. Essentially, they they said something along the lines of, I stopped chasing excellence, right? Because she now lives with you, right? Your, your entire world, because a lot of guys make her their entire world. It's all about her, right? Whatever I can do to please her. She's, you know, she's my best friend. She's my sunshine. She's my rainbows, blah, 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 fucking shit, right? 
and they don't maintain a purpose. They don't chase excellence. They have chased her, they got her, and now it's time to retire. And it's not a good, it's not a good move. It's not a good look on you fellas. Um, it always, almost always leaves, leads to um, her losing interest in you. I'm going to talk about, again, these four points, which is competition, anxiety, betatization, frame, and legal issues were, were the four main ones that I want to cover, which I think are important. I'll get into those in a bit. Um, I just kind of highlighted the ones I wanted to read. Here's one. Uh, so this guy, Ralbatross, says, she lost interest in me. She became less tolerant. She became even rude in some cases. I had to remind more and more frequently. Uh, I had to remind more and more frequently her place and warn her about her behavior. Sometimes the language doesn't make any sense. Uh, she even confessed one day, it's normal to have low desire after three to four months of living together. Well, okay. <laughs> Maybe in your friends' lives. Well, one month after hearing this, I broke up with her. I was in love. Breaking up was one of the most difficult, right things to do. Now I'm keeping the girlfriend as a proximity. Inviting her to my place and reminding her. Okay, so he must have moved into her place the way that he worded that. So he's saying that he's inviting her to my place and reminding her this is my place and she's a guest. Much better. I think we must keep the ladies in that limbo to get the best out of them. So there's some truth to that, which becomes evident when you re read all 450 comments, which I did before doing this show. It's a bit exhausting, but I, you know, I go through these exercises to make sure that I, I have everything I need to talk about. If you want to read them all, community tab of the Unplugged Alpha podcast on YouTube, community tab of Entrepreneurs and Cars on YouTube, um, Entrepreneurs and Cars on Facebook and the Twitter post, you'll find them all there. 450 comments from all these guys. It's very, very common. And it seems like one of the things that became evident anyway, is that women will always behave better when they're in the girlfriend state versus the live-in girlfriend state. They always say girlfriends are better than wives. And essentially, if you have a chick move in, she essentially becomes that uh, like wife, even though you don't get married. I mean, the way the state sees it in most cases anyway is, is common law. You know, like you're basically, you know, together in that sense, um, even though you don't have, you know, make like an official ceremony. But it's true. You know, um, there there has to be some competition anxiety for her to feel um, her best about you. And I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Let me go through a few more of these over here. Let's see if I got any more highlights on this page. There's one. Um, actually, I'll skip that one. Let's go over to, does this tab? It does. Okay, beautiful. Okay, so this is a positive one over here. Um, hang on. Boom. So this guy had great things to say. He says, going on nine years and wouldn't have it any other way. Our personalities work out seamlessly together. There's no arguments. We're both self-employed. She enjoys the flu. Sorry, she enjoys the fruits of her labor, and I enjoy mine. I got her into cars, and she got me into having a dog. We look forward to doing things together, and also have a mutual respect for each other's separate interests and time. The only con is the place isn't as tidy as it would be if I took care of it myself. But for how great everything is, after the better part of a decade, so, so we're talking like close to ten years here, right? I feel even silly calling that a con because the place looks lived in and loved. I understand how many. Uh, out there become jaded and even being in a relationship, let alone living together. After all, society has been increasing state of decay for many years by design, by the way. This, this guy understands. And the product of that is, a, is rotten people. The trick is to break away from the sick experiment and find like-minded people. Don't look for a girlfriend in social media or dating apps. So 
an honest, positive opinion from this gentleman, Robin, uh, who's somehow made it work for 10 years for him, which is, you know, good for him. There's a bunch of replies here. No kids. Then where would you look for a girlfriend? That's what I'm saying. Passport bros. What's this? Passport bros? The passport bros again, eh? Okay. Yeah. These are all spam comments. You're going to get those from time to time on YouTube. Um, this guy Randolph said she was an excellent cook, took it upon herself to buy and prepare amazing meals all the time, but she was negative about my vehicle buying. And even though she wouldn't hesitate to ask to drive it when I got home. Yeah. <laughs> Criticizing your spending habits seemed like a common thread thing. You know what you spend your money on, but then taking, taking up the opportunity to utilize what you spend your money on, right? Bought a hot tub, put a pool in, bought a new car criticized you but then used it you know willingly and enjoy you know enjoyably she's gone now and i have an amazing fleet of eight different vehicles i sought out over the years ah, dude's happy good for you right um that was by the way one of the things that popped up in the negative side actually the main negatives that i saw pop, pop a lot were fighting loss of privacy nagging and bitching uh bad with money popped up quite a few times meaning she would move in but not end up paying like he thought she would. She would lose her job, lose hours. One of the other things I noticed too is a lot of women like to um, try to negotiate what they're going to contribute to the uh, household, whether you're renting or bought it. I mean, buying is a different can of worms. You're inviting legal issues in. But so let's say you're a dude, you're making $200,000 a year. You're with a chick, she makes $70,000 a year. A lot of time a lot of the time you'll see these women will be like well since i don't make as much money as you and the rents you know two thousand dollars then i should really only pay in proportion to what i make right now they'll pull that with a dude but they won't pull that shit off with like a girlfriend or something like that right like that's just how it that's just how the cookie crumbles you know you are going to find yourself in situations from time to time where it's like well, you know, you make a lot more money, so why don't you pay more of the rent? Or you just pay all of the rent and I'll buy some groceries sort of things. That popped up a few times too. You're going to get that from time to time. So there was uh, money issues, uh, loss of your hobbies. And the other thing which was admitted many, many times was intimacy diminishes pretty consistently across the board. In some cases, it was rapidly. Um, there was many guys that talked about being cheated on as well. I got a couple, you know, that I copied and pasted over here in my Word doc that I want to get into as well, too, which um, I think I pulled most of those off Twitter. Let me just mute this damn thing. Um, this guy over here said, I live with my now ex as a temporary solution. So some, like, sometimes it might make sense as a temporary solution to live with, you know, a girlfriend. Um, your house is under construction. You're, you've got 60 days closing. You've got a, you're in limbo from one place to the next place. Um, then it might make sense to temporarily live with her. But in that case, like you're living in her house anyway. So all the prior problems that I talked about with frame are of course going to come up. But anyway, this guy lives in a temporary solution because she had issues with her sister and needed to move out. So it sounds like in this case, she moved into his place. What was supposed to be a few weeks turned into a full-time cohabitation. Plus, sorry, the plus was segs obviously in companionship and she would cook and clean often. Downside was that I had to pay extra for things it only started to bother me because when she started working, her money was hers and suddenly she had a family in her country of origin to take care of. So she moves into dude's place. 
isn't making contributions and is all of a sudden sending her money back home. That's happened to a few guys. Another downside was I couldn't spin plates or have time to myself no more. And ultimately, she started pressuring me in a marriage. I had to end it and ask her to move out. If you aren't ready to settle down for a short period, fall and move in together, don't do it. Reasonable advice. Uh, this guy over here, Spotted T, says, I started doing house chores because she didn't know how to keep a house. Imagine that. Modern woman doesn't know how to keep a house. That's incredible. She saw me in a different light, and she ended up cheating on me shortly after I started doing chores. That ties into the betatization through a thousand, thousand concessions that I want to talk about in a moment. Uh, I'll get to that when I get to my four main points. I just wanted to highlight some of these. Okay, so those are the main ones off of that. And let me just throw this Word doc up because I copied and pasted some of the other ones from Facebook and some of the other sources too. So uh, stop screen and share. And where is it? There it is. Boom. Okay. Um, pro. Full sex access. Con. Held in too many farts. <laughs> I had to share that one. I thought it was funny. I used I dated this, uh, didn't date, sorry. I went out on one date with this chick once and halfway through the date, she proceeded to tell me that she has no tolerance for men that fart. All men fart. I said, really? So what would you expect a guy to do? I would expect him to get up and go to the bathroom and close the door and fart in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, you're going to be an old miserable lady. I hope you like cats. Um, this guy over here, Matt Cowell says, I lived in a sea can in Afghanistan for 705 days with six to nine men, never one fight ever. Then he goes on to say, I lived in a 4,000 square foot house with one woman and it's, some, and it's sometimes a nightmare. Reasonable point. This guy Legion says pros. Uh, more intimacy more often. You get to know what she's liked in all seasons. It's if she can cook, that's nice. You'll notice, ladies, if you're watching this podcast, Men appreciate a woman with culinary skills. It's appreciated. You notice this so far? It's one of the things that seems to pop up quite a lot beyond just intimacy is they appreciate a woman that feeds. Difficult concept for a lot of modern women today to understand, of course. So, but, you know, I got Uber Eats. I'm going to order you some Uber Eats. I'm going to do some drive through pickup. I don't want to eat that shit. Cons. Loss of space and privacy. Loss of peace and quiet strains male friendships that was something that popped up quite a lot too because women you know women nag and um you you're gonna have your friends if they see your friends as a threat to her relationship with you maybe one of your friends is somebody she doesn't like or a few of your friends are, are people that she doesn't like or lifestyles that she happens to agree with she's going to try to squeeze them out of your life like these are people that are friends of yours that you like to hang out with. Maybe you have similar interests or hobbies. You play on a sports team. Doesn't matter. But a lot of guys mention that there's strains on their male friendships. And that's not appreciated by guys, lady. You know, ladies, if you want to keep a guy happy, don't strain his friendships with, his, with the guys that he hangs out with. He needs that. He needs to have time with the men. The way of men is the way of the gang. Men need to be around other men. They need to hold each other accountable and do men shit. They don't need to be around you all the time, right? He goes on to say you will fight more. True. It's inevitable. You live in the same space with a chick, you're going to fight more, right? Oh, you can't leave your shit over there. Why can't you? 
organize the fucking Tupperware in the closet in this particular way. And these cups go over here and the Tupperware and the lids and you have to stack them. And it's like, really? This is, this is what's, you know, fucking on your mind right now. Seriously. Like this is what's going to happen, you know? So, um, Again, you know, if you're going to invite a woman in your life, make make your boundaries clear, okay? You know, if if she's going to move in, if you're going to live together, make sure your boundaries are very, very clear. And I'll talk about frame when I get to those four main points that I wanted to cover. Uh, he goes on to say, she'll waste your time and nagging. This guy, Paul here says, pros, cooking, laundry, cleaning, sex on demand, companionship, very common, right? Those, those are the ones that popped up the most. Cons, no personal time, always talking. Lose remote rights. Well, you that's a frame thing, bro. You you know, you give up control of something, don't expect to get it back, right? Shit tests, she gains weight, sex not as interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, when you're dating, she's all done up, her hair's done, the makeup, she looks, you know, nice. That's different than when you live with a chick. You're gonna see her take a dump, okay, at some point, right? You're going to see the way that she actually lives. And she's not going to be as mysterious to you, right? She's not going to be as interesting to you. That's just one of the things a lot of guys mentioned too. Uh, pros, women expand your social, social circle. Now, that was an interesting pro because that only popped up here. So I wanted to pop that in there, just sort of talk about it a little bit because there are some women that will expand or improve your social circle. Um, but you would get that benefit dating anyway. It's not like that would be something that you could get by living with her. Like you'll, oh, all of a sudden, now that we live together, I'm going to introduce you to Bob, the CEO of a company that you could definitely collaborate with and strike up a deal. That's something that you would do anyway, right? Like th that would happen long before she even moved in, but there's that opportunity is what this guy's saying. Con, uh, but not your mind but not your mind. Oh, so women expand your social circle con, but not your mind is basically what he's continuing to say. And that again, ties into one of the points I made earlier is a lot of guys stop chasing excellence. They get lazy. They kind of retire, you know, from life, if you will, because you just get too comfortable, right? Um, the difference between when you live with men, like if you live with a friend or friends or roommates or your brothers, for example, is you're going to challenge each other. You're going to shit test each other. You're going to break each other's chops and balls and it's like my car's better than your car my girl this and it's like you know you'll kind of go back and forth with this sort of stuff and you'll always be forced to be on your toes but i think a lot of guys uh as mentioned and as evidenced by a lot of the comments will experience a general relaxation in purpose or chasing excellence if that makes sense um they also don't cook or clean okay this guy obviously had a, a bad apple that was pretty much useless most surprisingly, the sex drops off very quickly. Also be prepared to do a lot of listening and killing of spiders. <laughs> killing of spiders. I Look, there's some guy out there that's going to thank me in the future because I don't kill spiders for my kid. Uh, this guy Todd says, if you live under her roof, she'll expect you to enter her frame, not the other way around. Completely emasculates men. Anytime a guy mentioned in one of these comments, the feedback, that he moved into her house, it was always a disaster. Never move into a chick's house. I'm going to expand on that in those four points again when I, when I go through all these. This guy, John, says, this guy, John, got involved with a chick with kids, it seems like. Uh, if she has kids, they can do nothing wrong, but you will be blamed for everything. 
She will tell you her kids come first. Her true psychotic self will manifest itself and you'll soon realize why she was single in the first place because no one will put up with the abuse. Look, I, I, I said it in my book, fellas. If you haven't read my book, get it. The Unplugged Outfits on Amazon. There's an entire chapter on dealing with single mommies. You will have responsibility to children you didn't father that don't carry your last name or your DNA, but no authority over them. Happens in almost all cases. And this guy over here says, she lost interest in me. She became less tolerant. She became, oh, I already co covered that one. That was one of the ones from the YouTubes. So there you have it. So those are the uh, those are the bits of feedback. Now I want to talk about those four points that I made earlier because I was actually going to do a video on this the other day. I was going to throw the GoPro up in the car and just do it on the Entrepreneurs and Cars channel. But so the four main risk exposures that you have are competition anxiety is going to relax, betatization through a thousand concessions is a real issue. Your Frame control needs to go up pretty dramatically if you're an unplugged alpha. And you're going to have legal issues, which I'll explain last. So first thing, let's let's deal with competition anxiety. So what is competition anxiety? When you're dating a woman and you're going about your life, you're doing your work, you're going to the gym, you're hitting the dojo, you're hanging out with your friends, you're doing your hobbies, hanging out with your boys with the exotic car club stuff. And then you're seeing her, you know, on uh, days and nights and, you know, weekends or whatever that you're hanging out the times that you're not with her women have competition anxiety for you competition for your attention your time and it's not just other women it's the people you're with you know friends and stuff like that she doesn't know what you're up to she doesn't know where you're at she doesn't know who's there you know this is why when women you know when you're dating like when you live together one of the things that will relax is she doesn't creep you as much, which could be a pro or a con, but women will creep the shit out of a guy that they are head over heels for, right? If you're her apex alpha, if you're the guy that she sees as her hypergamous best option, she's going to follow you very closely and what you're doing with your online footprint, mostly on social media, um, who likes your posts, who follows you, who comments on your shit, right? And then she'll dive into all their stuff. Oh, did he comment on her stuff? Is he following her? Does he like her stuff? Why? You know, that competition anxiety, which is a good thing, believe it or not, relaxes almost completely when you guys live together because she knows where you are at all times. She knows that she is beside you in that bed every night. Okay. She knows where, she knows when you get up. She knows when you make your coffee. She knows when you take your first shit. She knows what you eat for breakfast. She knows everything about you. So, Having a little bit of mystery in the relationship is good for the relationship because it keeps things a little bit strange. It keeps her and you to some degree, both of you on your toes. Um, you don't make as many mistakes. And to be honest, neither does she. So having a little bit of competition anxiety is a good thing. Too much of it can be a bad thing because it could drive her nuts, right? Like she'll just go into like a jealous rage and just make your life miserable. Uh, but when you live together, competition anxiety relaxes. And that's going to bring me to betatization and frame because they're kind of interconnected. So the next point is betatization through a thousand concessions. At no point when you're dating a woman, is she going to come over to your house and say, Rich, you can't put your socks in that laundry hamper because that's the brown laundry hamper. And you got to put the dark clothes in the dark hamper and put your white stuff in the white hamper because that's where they go. 
They don't do that when you're dating. They don't do that when you're in a relationship and living in two separate homes. They don't bother you with those things. So that's a process known as betatization through a thousand concessions. Put your white socks in a white hamper. Put your dark socks in a dark hamper. Don't brush your teeth over there. You're going to get toothpaste on the carpet. Okay. That's betatization through a thousand concessions. And each time you make a little concession yielding to her with that little bullshit thing. Oh, don't put the Tupperware over here and the lids have to go over here and it's got to be stacked like this. Or why can't you put the toilet seat down? Right. That's betatization through a thousand concessions. By the time you make those thousand concessions, like the guy mentioned earlier when he started doing chores and she didn't really want anything to do with him and ended up cheating on him, women become less interested in you because you will betatize yourself. It doesn't matter if you start out as an unplugged alpha. It is not a question as to whether or not you will be betatized. It is to what extent and how much you will resist it. Even I have to resist betatization through a thousand concessions when I'm dealing with my girlfriend. Okay. She doesn't live with me. There's a reason for that. Makes your life easier for both of you. And trust me, you're going to like each other a lot more. Take it like whenever a chick starts to pressure you to like live together, here's a little challenge for you. Take a look around at everybody she knows. Parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends, and then just take a look around and be like, okay, well, there's this, this couple, this couple, this couple, this couple, and you get like, you know, 10, 20 of them. And you'd be like, how many of them are like truthfully, like ecstatically happy with one another, like deeply in love that have been together for, let's say more than five to seven years. The answer almost always is going to be almost none of them or maybe one. So if you're telling me that one out of 20 can make it, what, what chances do you think that we're going to be able to figure it out? Even a guy like me that has frame, that understands, you know, a lot of these concepts that I talk about, it just makes better sense not to invite or complicate my life unnecessarily and dispense energy and resources trying to maintain higher levels of frame so I don't get betatized, so I don't have to listen to shit about toilet seats or why can't you stack the Tupperware properly in the cupboard like the way that I do it. You follow me here so far? So betatization is a real threat. Again, that kind of ties into competition anxiety, which brings me to the next point, which is frame. In every relationship, one person enters the other person's frame. If you move into her house, you're entering her frame. If she moves into your house, technically she should be entering your frame. You move into a place together, she should be entering into your frame. Even if you move in it, like if I were to move into a chick's house, let's be honest, I would be that guy that would be like, no, you're entering my frame, but I wouldn't do it. But that would be how it would have to be done if it could be done, which is really almost like an impossibility, but that's how this guy would do it, right? Because I'm that guy. So frame is maintaining the fact that she is a complement to your life. That's it. There's no complexity. She's not here to complicate your life. You know, it, it, it's, it's an easy equation. Easy life, hard dick. Not the other way around. Okay? You want easy life. And you're going to have to increase. It doesn't matter how good of a chick she is. It really doesn't. Okay. She could be the best chick in the world. 10 out of 10. No red flags. All green flags. As soon as you live together, the amount of frame control that you use in the relationship is going to have to go up dramatically. Now, if you like doing that, if you like playing games, if you like dealing with shit tests, if you like, you know, enforcing boundaries more often, then invite a chick to live with you because it's, it's going to be more work. There's only 24 hours in a day. 
I have a chapter in my book that talks about managing your, managing your fucks and dispensing your energy for things that are only truly fuck worthy. So I've got stuff I got to do. There's a business that I, that I got to run. There's multiple businesses I got to run. There's things that I got to do with my life that require my energy, focus, and attention. And if I take, you know, if I take away from that because I have to manage frame in a live-in long-term relationship, then there's less attention and resources to do those things. It's it like, again, there's only 24 hours in a day and there's 60, 60 minutes in an hour and there's 24 of those hours in one day. So every time you're, you know, subtracting a couple of minutes to deal with this bullshit or maybe an hour because there's a big blow up over some other bullshit, you are, you are stealing that from your purpose. You're stealing that from chasing excellence to deal with something that is easier to maintain if you just maintain two separate households. I'm not opposed to living to a living with a woman. Let me just make that clear. I'm not opposed to it, but it has to be on my terms and it's got to be with her entering my frame, being a total compliment to my life with no bullshit, which is going to be very, very difficult to achieve. So if we're being honest, the amount of effort and resources that you apply to being on your grind is going to offer you a greater ROI. And trust me, guys, you know, a lot of women don't like to hear this. There's women probably watching this right now. Maybe even my chick is watching right now. She hates being called chick, but I call her chick anyway, because that's how I run frame. Oh, my God. Truth of the matter is, she's actually going to likely be happier maintaining her own household. She can decorate the fucking place however she wants with the foo-foo and the crystals and the energy shit over here and the candle. And she can put 27 fucking pillows on her bed. Okay. That's what women like to do. Right. Women like to do that stuff. Let let them have their space. Let them let them do that. Right. I like going over to my chick's house. It's very feminine and foo-foo-y and stuff like that. But I love coming back to my place. So there's freight, right? You are going to have to increase the amount of time, effort, and resources that you apply to managing frame in a long-term relationship if you live together. Less so if you're not living together, you still need to use frame, but you will need to exert less energy on it. So competition, anxiety, betatization, and frame. And the last issue is legal issues, which is a pretty complex one. And if we're being honest, can be quite fucking costly for a lot of guys. Generally speaking, women date across and up on the socioeconomic scale, which means they're going to date a guy that's better off than them. Women don't like to get into long-term relationships with guys that are broke. They'll bang them. They'll have fun with them. They'll become a friends with benefits or some shit like that. But they don't like to, hey, I'd like to you know, introduce you to my family. I'd like you to introduce you to my nieces and nephews and all sort of stuff. Women don't generally do that. They like to date across and up on a socioeconomic scale. So the chances of you being with a chick that's equal to you or uh, makes more than you is an almost impossibility in today's world. You're almost always going to be better off than she is, which means you now expose your assets to the court system under family law. There's this concept called common law. Here where I live, it's after two years. In other places in the world, it could be five, could be seven years. You know, you're going to have to check with a lawyer where, where you live. But when the government decides that you're now ma married, so here, if I were to live with my chick for two years and a day, and she said, fuck this, I'm out, she could technically take half my shit, okay? There's more to it than just that, obviously, but technically, a woman has rights 
to your assets. It's funny. There was a, um, there was a, it's not even funny, but there was a video that I did. Um, it was about two or three years ago. There was a very affluent family here in Canada, actually in Toronto. I wish I queued up this video so I could talk about it a little more detail, but this, but this guy, he was in his fifties, very fucking affluent family, billionaire. Like the family was worth billions of dollars. Like if you were to look up the top hundred richest families in Canada, he was, he was like, his family name was on the list. I think they were like in the fifties or something like that. And this fucking stupid guy was dating the single mom and they maintained two separate households. Now this is the way that law works here in Canada. So even if you don't live together, it, it can be quite risky. But even though they maintain two separate households, because he ended up spending so much time with her, taking her down to Florida, taking her to the Muskoka Lakes, um, he actually gave her a ring and there was a photograph uh, saying that they were engaged or married. I can't remember what the exact details were, but blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. They, they broke up, but because the court saw that they spent so much time together, with him taking her on trips and vacations and up at his lake house and down in Florida, you know, down in the condo in the wintertime, they deemed that relationship as a, a marriage, even though they never had a ceremony, they never took vows, and they never technically lived under the same roof together. She always maintained her own household because her kids were in a school zone. But he would spend so much time going over there, having dinner, them coming over to his place. He would fly all of them down to fucking Florida, you know, going up to the lake house. This fucking guy had to maintain a massive amount of money. Somebody in the comments is going to write the guy's name. Somebody, please. Live comments. Somebody. I'll look for it. <laughs> but it'll be in the final comments at the end. This guy had to cough up huge bucks, even though he never married this chick. But because they were in a long-term relationship and lived in such a way that looked like a marriage to the government, they called it a marriage. And he ended up having to maintain her fucking lifestyle after that. So you don't even have to live together. That's how fucked up law is in countries like Canada. But the truth of the matter is, you can put together a cohabitation agreement, which, by the way, loses its effectiveness over time. So the longer you're together, the less relevant it becomes. It's relevant for a few years, 10 years down the road, not so much. Depends how circumstances change and unwind. This is why my lawyer is just like, it's just not worth the hassle. It's, it's just simpler. It's easier for us to love each other. We have a better time with one another, right? You know, it, like, <laughs> it's just a reality of the world today. Like if living together is such a great idea, why did I have 450 comments, but I could only find two? And again, I, I, I asked the question in a very balanced way. Why did I only find two people that praised their long-term relationship, right? It doesn't work out for most guys. So there's the legal issue thing. Could you protect it with a cohabitation agreement? Possibly over a long period of time, not so much. Um, but you're always going to be exposed to that risk because again, women don't date down. They only like to date up. They want to move into, they want to be invited into your world, right? You're not going to go to their, you know, bus pass club. She's going to come to your exotic car club and hang out with you and your friends, right? That's, that's what women do, right? Um, that's not, that's not a bug. That's a feature of women. If, if they weren't hypergamous, they like, we would not be so successful as a species. Women needed to find the best possible guy that they could find for her and her children to survive. It's always been that way throughout history. And here we are in today's modern times with family law and the government getting involved in your fucking life, as they always like to do, and interfering with your shit. And that's just the way that it is. So 
Keep those four points in mind because those are really the main ones. Competition anxiety decreases, which means her interest in you will decrease, which is which is tied into why so many guys reported a uh, a strong decrease in intimacy or levels of intimacy or the enthusiasm in which intimacy would occur. Betatization. She's going to become less interested in you as part of the result of that. You know, as a consequence, it's, it's part of the in intermingling of, of all that. So you're going to have to have strong frame. You know, the third point. And then you've got the legal issue. So that's that's the main stuff. All right, let's do this. I'm going to uh, grab the join link. You guys can hop in and ask some questions or if you want to share some experiences uh, on this one, it's open Q&A. So hop in and ask a question. And I'll only pin that to uh, the Unplugged Alpha YouTube channel. So you're going to have to come over there. I already dropped the link earlier. I shouldn't have to repeat myself um pin that up to the top does that make sense i hope it makes sense uh scott here says humble tip from student to master i hear you saying things i have to do and wonder if you meant things i choose to do or will do self-programming thoughts tomato tomato um Okay, that's all the stuff there I wanted to cover. Let's do this. Uh, I'm going to run the um, the ad insert, pay a few bills, and we'll take some Q&A. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplements and Grondike Soap Company. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplements. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure that you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients. And unlike cheaper supplements from China in plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is in an easily digestible, bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or use coupon code alpha10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. And I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical Soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and the beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Guys, check out my website at richcooper.ca for more information on booking me for coaching, my community, my courses, and a whole bunch more. You can also find all the useful links pinned below in the top YouTube comment of all my videos. Now let's get on with the show. All right, let's do this. Um, Ernesto posted, was it Michael Latner? That name sounds familiar. And yeah, the monthly maintenance was like something like fifty or $60,000 a month. It was hilarious because if you Google her name, the lady that ended up receiving that didn't even marry the guy or, or live with him. Because why would she do that? You know, like that would just be me. That's, you know, that's the funny part. Oh, I would never do anything like that. I would, I would never do anything mean like that. That's, you know, why would you even, you know, suggest that? Well, if you can make $50,000 a month doing nothing because you were banging a dude for a few years, of course, you're going to take up the opportunity. 
right? Like, why wouldn't you? Anyway, so now apparently she's running some bullshit yoga studio, which I'm sure isn't cash flowing positive, but it doesn't matter because she gets paid $50,000 a month because of common law, even though they didn't even live together. All right, let's, uh, let's throw some of these questions up. We got, uh, I'll, I'll give it to Josh first. All right, Josh, what do you got for me, buddy? I have a question. What is something your father advised you that you would advise all men to do? What was something my father advised me that I would advise all men to do? Yeah. Um, have a higher opinion of yourself. Hold yourself to higher standards, I would say. It's a good choice. Yeah. That's it? No. Would you say men are hypogamous? Which Sorry? is basically the opposite. Hypogamous, basically the opposite of hypergamous. Okay. You like marrying it down. You like marrying down instead of marrying up. Yeah, that's that's something that came up a few times in the Mano Swamp when I hung out. Because I say that guys don't necessarily care about girls' money. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that women don't share their pot of gold with men. And I think men mm. inherently know that there's some guys that try to chase sugar mamas. They're like, oh, I'll get, no. I'll get a rich lady and, you know, she'll end up taking uh. care of me or I'll get an ugly girl that's got lots of money and she'll end up taking care of me. There's some guys that, that pull that shit. And you'll see some... that. Yeah. Well, I like, used to get those added on Snapchat. These fucking sugar daddies trying to add me. Like send me money. You have to do this. I'm like, fuck off. I don't think. I don't think guys really care that much about a woman's wealth. They just care nope. about her looks because women are beauty yeah. objects and men are success, doesn't matter success if she's objects. A cute, doesn't matter if she's a cute girl at McDonald's or she's like a Kim Kardashian-esque model. I don't mean like the mentality of Kim Kardashian, but I think you understand what I mean. No, I understand what you mean. Like if you read Evo Psych books, the, the notion of hypergamy comes up a lot. Hmm. It's even mentioned now often, um, but you'll never hear hypogamy mentioned. Uh, it's... It's never been, you know, taken. It's, it's, it sounds it's, like a made up thing that's that some mm. dorks just sort of put together, to be mm. honest. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Josh. Uh, let's see what Paul's got here for us. Again, guys, the link is uh, the StreamYard link is in the live chat of um, the YouTube channel. So just grab that if you need it. Paul, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on there, Rich. Um, <clears throat> I don't really have a question as much as maybe a solution. Okay. Um, I'm I actually like in a different venue. Yeah, solution for all the, the legal problems. Guys getting arrested for, uh, you know, sexual assault charges, shit they didn't do. Uh, that came up a few times too, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Um, getting kicked out of their homes. Uh, sorry, I got a little bit of a scratchy throat here today. But um, so, uh, you know, like I, I basically jumped ship. I live just a little bit, uh, I think, west of you, mm. London. Ontario. So uh, I actually jumped ship. I went into a different venue. I, I fly under a different flag. So basically what it is, is I write contract as a sovereign for myself. There's lots of different movements that are coming up. This is a, a real deal kind of a thing that's going on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're interested, I, I'll give you some more private. Uh, I'm not trying to solicit, you know, business. Are you a lawyer? Stuff, but I, no, God, no. I, no, I'm, a, I'm what's called a postmaster. So I, I work that's under a, a different venue, which is a different jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. uh, which is, uh, it's under the uh, postmaster hyphen general of our world. And that guy's name is full colon Russell hyphen J full colon Gould. As you can see, the, the punctuation in my name below as well. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, we, we know how to learn. We've learned how to write contract, how to um, prove all of those 
legal contracts, marriage contracts, all that stuff are fraudulent grammar. And we know how to shut down the courts, shut down the lawyers, shut down the judges. So we're, we're bringing in new contract that gives people the right to be able to, uh, okay, so, well, to claim their sovereignty. Okay, so help me understand this. So my girlfriend moves in, like, what do you do? You have a special cohabitation agreement? Like, how does it work? Yeah, you're, you could write your own cohabitation agreements, as it were. We, they'd be contracts you'd write in a different set of grammar. But basically, um, I'll just quickly, on April 15, 2017, Canada came out of its third and final bankruptcy. Canada, the nation, the corporate nation, ceased to exist then. And a new um, constitution was created by a set of people who are out in Alberta and other across Canada, different parts. But uh, it's kept on the hush-hush, on the down low, because... The, the government doesn't want to give up the, that former government structure. They don't want to give up the power, right? I mean that that Canada flag, the corporate flag so, that everybody's been flying. Okay, so I'm still failing to understand how you're able to contract outside of family. Like, how are you protecting your assets from the state applying family law to your relationship and dividing up your assets? Okay, so I don't I don't apply family law to my relationships. I prove their family law as being corrupt at the start Do you have from any the contract's very start. Yeah, so it's fraudulent contract that they're using to get you married to the state. So as soon as you prove the contract to be fraudulent grammar, mm -hmm. it's a fraudulent contract. Okay, but it's do you not... have success with this though? Oh yeah. How many oh, times? Yeah. Um, I've had sex. I shut them down for a false fictitious sexual assault, assault charge last week. On one of that, lots of people across the globe are doing things. I got one divorce that I went through many years ago, but I have the the, the second one was through a uh, uh, what what they call a waiver. Uh, um, you got you kind of step out a withdrawal notice. There's different mm -hmm. uh, so, different methods for different things. Also, okay. So here's what I'll invite you to do because this is kind of like stepping into some unknown area, and I don't like to give airtime too much totally. air time. To this so Perfect. why don't you exactly right yeah so why don't you shoot me you an know. email so my email is on the about side of the uh the channel shoot me an email um yeah. you know mention that you're on the show and send me the links yeah will do i sent you a message a couple weeks back you didn't respond it was it was on one of those things but i'll, I'll do another was it an email or i i think it was in the in the respond to you kind of a thing okay uh, okay off your website, I think. Contact me on your website is how I did it. I get but a I lot of crazies that fill out that contact form. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, you came off as a crazy, my friend. I don't know. But mention that okay. you know you were on the podcast. Send me the links. Uh, show me the proof, and I'll take a look at it. Yeah, no Thanks, problem. Buddy. Okay. Um, let's do that. Let's do that. So let's make some space here and remove. There we go. Um, I'm always very cautious whenever somebody says, um, I can protect you from family law. I, I mean, look, if, if a billionaire family, this Michael guy got taken for 50 grand a month, not living with a chick, traveling with her and probably having some of the best lawyers in the city fight the case for him. Why is... Why is this still a problem? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm always skeptical, right? There's there's always a promise of oh, I have a special way of proving the government laws illegal, or there's a hole in it. It's like Swiss cheese. It's like okay, why am I not hearing this from the lawyers, right? Like I'll 
I'll take a look at the email and I'll show the links to my uh, to my family lawyer and I'll be like, yo, what do you think of this? And I'll get an honest opinion on it because that's just the way that it works. Um, I got somebody waiting in the area, but you need to connect your mic and cam so I can add you to the stream if you want to ask a question. But that's usually the best way to go, guys. You got to be skeptical of some of these um, offers because the legal system doesn't give a flying fuck what you think of it. That's that. That's what you'll learn. Okay, the legal system does not care about what you think of it, how you feel about it, if it infringes on your rights. Trust me, trust me. This guy Michael, he 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 would have not passed up an opportunity if it existed. Um, the link to hop in and ask a question is in the live chat. Um, I don't know if you're in this moth, but you were talking earlier today about maybe doing your share on your living uh scenario or maybe you're saving it for your uh stereo show but you can click that too if you want but it's a it's a reality of the world my mans and ladies um so what do you guys got for me tonight as far as questions right you know come at me come at me or if you have a better solution uh yeah again you know any court cases won with this i want to see the links to the uh to the shutdown definitely uh, let me see what else we got here. Michael Latner. That's it. Lisa, Michael Latner and Lisa Klemans, the yogi from downtown Toronto. I covered it in a, uh, a video, actually. Let me just dig it up here real quick. This Michael Latner video. My lawyer loved it. He was fucking getting right into it. must have titled it so oh you know what it's on one of my podcast playlists i'm gonna dig it up and find it later because that like guys there's so many podcasts that i've put out now like if you're new to the channel there's the podcast on the unplugged alpha channel and then if you go back to my other channel entrepreneurs and cars prior to that that's where i ran the podcast i think for about 20 or 25 episodes and then prior to that there's 100 episodes which basically was a prequel to the unplugged alpha which is something that was called before the train wreck i did it for a while with a uh clinical psychologist uh sean smith the guy that wrote the tactical guide to women which is a good book that i still recommend um go go back and look at some of the older materials because there's because there's still some gold in there moving in with a girlfriend man it's 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 almost always the same thing, guys. It's almost always the same thing. It's just a matter of convenience. It's it like again, ask yourself what's the point. I got this, guys. Don't come and click the link and hang out in the waiting area if you don't have a microphone or a device connected because I can't bring you in and you're just taking up space. So I'm going to kick you from the studio. You're going to have to come back when you have a mic connected. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Oh, how can it? Oh, okay, well, that's why they didn't have a mic connected. How can an alpha woman attract an alpha male? Well, alpha woman, click the link and come back with a mic connected and let's discuss. You can leave your camera off. You don't have to have your camera on. It doesn't matter to me. I'm happy to talk to a voice. But uh, that notion of an alpha female, I'm happy to discuss that with you. You'll, you'll be enlightened and educated at the same time. CT, what do you got for me, buddy? going on bro 
you hear me? Yeah, I got you loud and clear. What's up? Everyone with a female, bro. That shit is <laughs> it's uh it's life changing. You know, I grew up uh blue pilled alpha. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I thought I knew it all, bro. And living with a female, it changed me. It really showed me female nature to did you have um, any sisters growing up? Nah, man. No, no. Si- I mean, I got one little sister and two, uh, two little brothers. Yeah. So I'm the oldest. Of yeah, I was a, but, I was a bit blind, okay. with, you know, like walking into the whole living with a chick thing because I, because I only had brothers growing up. So I wasn't, uh, I wasn't exposed to much of female nature with the exception of my mom and like, you know, cousins and stuff like that. So what do you got for me today, man? You got a question or? Uh, just a long time listener, bro. Um, I've been going about two years through this journey, Red Pill. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. seeing it for what it is and just appreciate your work, bro. And read your book. It was great. Okay. Reading Rolo, just got done reading Shanti's book. Uh, yeah, it's good okay. shit, man. So uh, I'm learning, bro. I just had a breakup with an LTR for four years, a small child intact. Mm-hmm. I got lucky uh, right now. She's chilled and, you know, I get to see my child, but. Just tell them men to take their time and vet for the right one. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right. Let's see what Paul has for us here. Hey, Rich. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you. Hey, Rich. So I got a question on tonight's topic. Um, so generally speaking, you know, I'm not one for the idea of cohabitating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to run um, a unique situation by you. So I'm a... I'm 29. I'm dating a 20 year old. Uh, we're about six months into an LTR. Um, I have decided to move out of state. Um, mm. you know, that, that was my own choice. And, um, the frame in our relationship is pretty clearly established. You know, she definitely fills that role of being a compliment. And so when I decided that I was going to move Basically, I posed it like, you know, hey, this is what I'm going to do. You're welcome to come with me if you want. And she was completely agreeable to that, um, which is the only reason that I would consider it maybe acceptable here. Um, And we're talking about, I mean, I I purchased some property. I'm going to be getting a house built. So we're probably talking about six to nine months at least before we actually move out there. Uh, And what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's... um, a dangerous situation or would that be Where are you something moving to Nevada? Okay. Well, I mean like the first things first, if you guys are building a house, like are you guys putting 50 50 in or are you building it and she's moving into it? No. Well, that's the thing is um, I'm basically doing this all on my own. I, I don't want to be, um, you know, joint um, financially on this. Okay. So, uh, so it's yours and she's going to move into your house. So there, so there's a legal election. So there's a legal issue of protecting the assets so that she can't take it from you if you guys split up, which is a probability, obviously. So there's that. Um, Let's go to the what's the point question. So what's the point of having her move in with you? Well, like I said, I mean, she she really does fulfill that um, complimentary role. So, you know, I, I see value to having her as somebody that cohabitates with me, you know, I mean, this is somebody that because, you know, you say that there's, there's no, uh, no unicorns, but she's in my opinion, a good one. So I'd like to maintain the relationship. You know, I don't want to her again. What's that? How long have you been dating her? Um, going on six months, but I've known her longer than that. 
Why does this story sound familiar? I was talking to a guy earlier this week that was with a girl for six months. Yeah, Same and thing. I mean, keep in mind that we're talking Complicate about... life, justify why. Been dating her for six months. I want to move to another state. She's hot. She's in my frame. Look, I mean, you're going to have kids with her? Like, you're planning on, you know, popping out some babies? No, no kids. No kids. So, again, so what's the point? Yeah, no, I mean, it, the point would be just to have somebody to kind of, um, you know, be the, be the tender of the house and things like that, but... That's but why I wanted to get known your her thoughts for six on it. months, though. Like, have you guys lived together? No, and like I said, this is you know six to nine months out. So by the time that this even happened, you know, and anything can happen between now and then. We're talking about um, we'll have been together for over a year. Is she a student? Is she working? Like, what does she do? She works. Um, I mean, she she has a decent job. What does she do? Uh, you know what? I won't. I won't say that publicly on here. I'll just say that she's, you know, works at an office, makes a uh, decent amount over uh, the minimum wage. And well, minimum wage is a pretty low bar. Um, so she's going to be doing the same job, but from the house in Nevada, I'm guessing, or do they have a do they have an office out there? Yeah, she'd be able to transfer. The transfer, okay. All right. So what's the ask? Like you're asking me if this is a good idea. Yeah, well, I want to know what your thoughts are. Um, what would you do in this situation, maybe? Well, it's got a bunch of flaws, man. I mean, like, you barely know her is the main thing, right? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't... I'm not a fan of living with a chick, first of all, let alone unless you've known her for at least a couple of years, right? Because women can act, you know? Um, you're not really going to see what she's made of until you've dated her for year and a half, two years, you apply some stress to the relationship. Um, you know, something bad happens, uh, you know, you name it to see how she responds to it. Does she have the bright triad traits? Does she have the dark triad traits? Does she have any of the red flags in my red flags chapter? Have you read the book? I have read the book. Um, I wouldn't any say red any. Flags? None that I've seen so far, but you know, I keep an eye out. None that you've seen so far. Right. Okay. I like honestly, man, to move her down there so quickly. I mean, like you've got the offer on the table. I would be watching her very, very closely for the next six to nine months, whatever period of time it is, you know, before you go out there and, you know, reserve your right to uninvite her. If, if it seems like it could be problematic. I mean, like the biggest thing that you got here is you barely know this chick. Okay. Yeah. So there's that, but I mean, like, what's the upside? Like, what's the point, you know, cause you're moving, she can move. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, what's the point here, right? Like, you're not going to have kids with her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you no, want yeah, companionship, I mean, then just get a dog or just get a cool, cool roommate. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if you're going to going to Nevada, there's got to be some cool guy that you know there that can live with you. You got siblings, you got a brother or something like that that can live with you. If, you know, if you're looking for company, I like. I would like, I strongly recommend guys, especially when they're younger. I mean, like you're in your twenties, you're coming in your thirties, but especially when you're younger, live with guys. I mean, if you want to live with somebody, live with guys, like live with your best friend, live with your brother, something like that. You're going to have a far better experience. You're going to learn a lot more. Plus you're going to be held accountable and you're going to keep chasing excellence. Most guys at your age that end up inviting a chick into their life, especially a young chick, like twenties young. I mean, I don't know if she's mature, right? But it could be problematic, right? Make sure that it's easy for you to un to, to untie this situation if you guys do live together, right? So have a legal agreement in place. 
and make it very clear that you know you're not going to play games it's it's basically your way or no way whatsoever because you're the guy leading this you're 29 she's 20 she's got to enter your frame she's got to toe the line there's there's no two ways about it that should be easy for you to do because it sounds like that you're already doing it yeah, I believe so. But yeah, you know, I'll, I'll keep my eyes wide open and definitely, you know, kind of have that option to uh, to pursue this on my own with or watch without her. Work. Watch her very carefully for the next six to nine months is is like the main thing, right? Make sure she doesn't have those red flags and see how she responds to stress, right? You know, because you live with a chick, the situation ship changes dramatically. Competition anxiety drops, betatization is going to go up. You're going to have to, I mean, your frames, like, like I said, you know this, like you're going to have to apply more frame to the relationship if she moves in with you. So if you're prepared to reallocate, you know, those resources to managing the relationship, protect it with a legal agreement. Those are the main things. All right. Right on, man. Thank you for the direction. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Uh, ask her to move in her own place in Nevada and see. It's one option, you know, uh, I mean. I'm moving to Nevada, building myself a custom pimp pad, and I'm going to live in it. But I need you to live in a place down the road for me. It's kind of a hard argument to like move to. But I mean, hey, I'm going to Nevada in six months' time. You're welcome to join me if you want. He extended the invite, right? Like, you know, it's been made. All right, uh, Dana. Hello? Poof. And gone. I wonder if that was the alpha female. So there was um, there was a private chat message. I'll deal with this because clearly she's scared. There's a private chat message. I don't know why women do this, right? You know, they always want to talk about their stuff, but then they're but then they're afraid to like come in and talk about their stuff. I don't bite. I've had lots of women on the channel. Anyway, her question was: How can an alpha woman attract an alpha man? And there's a flaw in that statement. And the flaw is there's no such thing as an alpha female or an alpha woman in the way that you think women are alpha. Women have been told that men and women are equal, that women can do anything a man can do, and blah, blah, fucking blah. Usually these alpha women, and you'll see some of these like accounts now, they'll show up on social media, YouTube, um tiktoks and stuff like that and it's like the warrior woman channel or the alpha chick channel or the boss bitch channel or whatever like and and the truth of the matter is is these are just usually pretty girls with a decent job and a bad attitude like they're just disagreeable and you're not going to attract an alpha male trying to be an alpha yourself. You're just going to become a terrible version of a woman, right? You're going to want to be equal. You're going to want to have a say in everything. You're going to want to push back. You're going to be disagreeable like a guy is. Again, like there's these traits, these human human traits. Uh, Jordan Peterson talks about them all the time. One of them he mentions is disagreeableness. And women on a balance of probabilities are far more agreeable than men. That's part of the reason, by the way, why men generally make more money than women is because we're disagreeable. We're not satisfied. We want more and we always push for more. Whereas women are generally more agreeable on, on that spectrum. So disagreeableness is an alpha trait, an alpha male trait. So 
yeah, I mean, somebody says there in the comments, annoying women, you know, to be exact is, you know, potentially what it boils down to. But you're starting from a bad place. An alpha man doesn't want to come home to a disagreeable, annoying woman. He wants to come home to a feminine beauty. He wants to be with a woman that is in his frame, that is a compliment to his life, that is nice arm candy, that makes him look good in front of his friends, uh, that does things for him, that serves him, you know, cooks nice meals. You know, if she's in his house, she, uh, she tidies it. You know, she's useful. They don't want to argue about political issues. They don't want to fight over money. They want to lead. They don't, but there's, there's a reason why my car has one fucking driver's seat. There's only one steering wheel, one set of pedals, and all the controls face me because I'm sitting in it and that's the way that it is. There's only ever one driver in a vehicle. There's a driver and there's a passenger. And that doesn't mean the passenger is not valuable or useful. Um, you guys know if you've been watching me for a little bit, I just came back from Cabo. I was doing this off-road adventure. And in the passenger seat, they're responsible to have an extra set of eyes to make sure there's no fucking animals running in front of you or cows or cattle or, um, you know, you're not sliding into anything. There's no dangers. They're keeping their eye on the navigation. There's all these reasons, you know, for these things, right? So the notion of being an alpha female, it's just, it just starts from a bad place, man. Like it leaves, it leaves men that are doing something with their lives with a bad taste in their mouth. Oh, hang on a sec. She's back. Let's see if we can get her on. Do you have a, do you have a mic? Yes, I do. Beautiful. Uh, I was a little shy. I actually listened to your show. I'm not here to disagree at all because I do agree with you um, with a lot of points. But what I meant to say is um, when I said alpha, I meant by the female's profession. Because let me give you an example, Rich. I went to a speed dating event and there was one gentleman I really liked. Um, he started to ask me about uh, what do I do and so on. So um, I'm currently uh, applying for the medical residency. Well, his face changed. I tried to be very agreeable, very nice. I saw he was very interested and he looked my way and looked my way all night. So when I came home, I, I did the match. He never matched me. Um, and so I, this isn't the first time it's happened. And I noticed that I tend to attract more beta than alpha. Uh, and I don't understand that's, because I do that's get because opposites. That's because opposites attract. What do but you do for I, a living? I'm, You're in the medical field? Yes, physician. Okay. And how old are you? 34. Okay. So you make decent money. And where do you live? Big In a big city, I'm uh, assuming? And no, suburban. Can you tell me where or region? I know you want to be like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay. <clears throat> I, 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 I have gotten you know uh, compliments that I'm feminine and all of these things. And, well, I mean, um, you sound feminine on the air, you know, with the vocal tone, you know, tonality. You're very soft. You know, you're definitely feminine sounding, but you're rubbing the guys the wrong way if they're not like. The thing about women that that women fail to understand in today's modern world, and a lot of women that you know watch my stuff is men don't view women like we don't care about your degrees, we don't care about what you do for for a living. Men look at women as beauty objects, and that pisses women off. Still, 
they don't want to be viewed as a sex object or a beauty oh, it does object. not upset me it doesn't upset me i understand are you are you a feminine woman though i don't know i i i do consider my i I, I do consider that, yes. I, I can have both traits, but I mm. can give way. If that's what he likes, then sure. You know, I, I went out with a guy for a couple of weeks. He said, I really likes the way I dress. So I went to the store to buy more feminine things. Mm. And then he goes to me for three days. And I don't like that type of stuff. Ah, you don't like being ghosted for three days. Why? Well, I'm a consistent person. I'm reliable. I've been told that it's very easy to communicate with me and I mm. expect the same. See, but, I, but that's a demanding trait. Like I expect you to, when I, when I do this and you get back to me within this certain time, time frame, right. But you're not in a position to do that. Right. But if you like a woman, listen, if I like a man, I, I, I text every day. I, I, I don't bombard. But no, I, I understand I, that, but I mean, you're saying you want a strong, virtuous alpha male, and the last thing a strong, virtuous alpha male wants is some chick telling him, if you don't get back to me within a reasonable period of time, then insert whatever, right? Like, I'm not interested, or I have expectations. It's like guys that are on a purpose, guys that are strong, virtuous alpha males are going to text you or message you when they want. And at the end of the day, if they don't message you, it's because they're not interested. It's because they have a better option. Something else came up. Maybe another girl is more interesting, you know, to them. How how tall are you? I am five foot five. I and... am one twenty eight. Okay. Pounds. I consider, you know, I I consider myself. Of course, I'm not a, a supermodel. You mm -hmm. know, I'm realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe one day I'll go in the cam, but I'm too shy. Okay. Well, look, you know, the entire world's watching right now. Like they want to know what you look like. The live, you know, the chat's going to be like, well, what does she look like sort of thing? But I get that you want the privacy, but I'm already hearing like things that I don't like as a guy when it, when it comes to these dynamics, because when you're using terms like alpha female, it's almost always connected to a woman that's bossy, disagreeable, arrogant, demanding, um, like, if a guy likes you, trust me, if a guy likes you, he will contact you. If a guy digs every your day. vibe, maybe not every day, maybe every other day, maybe every every third day. But, but if he's contacting you, if he's inviting you to go out, inviting you to do things, uh, showing you off to his friends, events, you know, he's using you as arm candy. He obviously likes, if he, you know, if he wants to be intimate with you, if he makes advances on you, right? Making you know, setting like guidelines, like if I don't get a text back within two or three days and that doesn't meet my expectations and that's not good enough sort of thing. So what, right? Like he, he's, he, he's not going to operate on your agenda. You have to remember these, these, these alpha males, they're doing shit with their life. They're not going to have somebody like tell them, you know, like you have to kowtow to their schedule or their whatever. And that's something that women have a hard time getting through their heads and understanding is that you can't boss these guys around. You have to let them be and you have to want to compliment, you know, their lives, if you know what I'm saying. Right. And, and, and that's going to be tough because look, I mean, my doctor's a female and she stresses me the fuck out sitting down with her for like 20 minutes because she's always ripping through stuff. And she's, I saw her at the grocery store one time with her husband and I felt sorry for the guy. Like, 
like these professional women, they're not attractive to me whatsoever. And a lot of guys feel the same way. I got a lot of guys in my community. There's hundreds of guys. A lot of them are, are, are top shelf men, better looking than me with more money than me. And they all say, say virtually the same thing. They don't want to be dragged around or bossed around by, they don't care about your doctorate. They don't care about your degree. It doesn't matter how many of them you have framed in the nicest mahogany in the world. It doesn't matter to them. Is she kind? Is she nice? Is she beautiful? Is she sexy? Is she good in the bedroom? Does she cook? You know, does she, like, does she compliment my life? That's what guys are looking for. Well, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with it, but I, you know, I, I, I like a certain alpha. I, feel like the betas just kind of like are moths to me. <laughs> well, uh, the problem is, is that a lot of women have their expectations, their expectations tarnished because there's more beta males out there. About 80 to 90% of the population will text you every day. Good morning, beautiful. Good night, sexy. I can't wait to see you. They'll just blow up your phone with all their dumb shit, right? But it's because they have nothing better going on. And that's why you're not attracted to them. So you're saying that most of the guys you're dealing with are beta males, but when the nice looking virtuous alpha male that you want to be with takes three days to get back to you, then that pisses you off because it, it crosses some boundary that you've set there, right? You got it like guys like this, you have to enter their frame. You have to be willing to enter their frame. Well, I, I understand, but it, you know, he was telling me he, he likes to be chivalrous. He likes to be old school. He was contacting me every day and then he kind of stopped. So I, I don't understand if I put it, I put, I was honest. I put mm -hmm. in the effort. I expressed my feelings. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't, I'm not bombarding him. 41. Okay. And did he have kids? Was he divorced? Was he looking no. for family? Like what's his deal? Never married, no children. Um, I, you know, I never got to fully know all of his deal i believe maybe i presume that there might have been somebody on the side i guarantee there was how many times did you guys go out on dates about five times uh, look there's like there's no single women either sweetheart right like women are talking to a lot of guys too and well listen and if, guys know that um when i like somebody i i cut it out so i just i i I understand so, your. So I mean, like a forty-year-old, a forty-one-year-old, you know, successful guy, can can date down to early twenties, up to his age if he wants, right? And right. if he's and if he's got great things going on in his world, and he's successful, and he has options, like you're kind of a hard sell versus a younger, hotter model, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I, I'm going to say this, Rich. I Later on, I found out uh, that he was with a woman and she was a lot heavier than me. Maybe he likes fat chicks. So I don't really, a lot heavier than me. And I, I don't know what she did for a living, but I'm, I'm certain she was not a physician. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're, but you're still putting merit on the whole physician thing. Guys don't care about that. The, the only guys that care about your job and your level of income and your level of success and your degrees are the dorks, the beta males that you don't want. Because these guys think, well, I'm an engineer. She's a physician. 
if we get married, we can combine our, our lives and, you know, we can now buy a, a 4,000 square foot house and have two cars and we'll share everything, right? But that's not usually how it ends up going down, you know, for you. You just don't have interest in guys like that. It's just, look, like you're at a, like the women in your sphere of life, and I don't know what you look like, and that's a big part of it, right? So this is difficult for me to deal with, but the 36 year old professional alpha females looking for the alpha male always have a hard time understanding that they have to enter his frame, complement his life and, uh, and, and get through their heads that they are a beauty object to the guy. They are, they are not looking at you as let's be equals. Let's do stuff like that. And, you know, as far as the dude that, the, sorry. And as far as the girl that he, uh, chose over you, the heavier one. What else is there to the story? I mean, if a guy picks a heavier girl over a thinner, fitter girl, if that's me, and I mean, like you guys in the comments tell me right now, there's something wrong with you. Because I would never pick a heavier girl over an attractive fit girl. Most guys wouldn't. I... I you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't have an issue getting dates. I'm not trying to be defensive. I, I think, I don't know. I, I think there was some insecurity on his part. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, the guys in the chat are finding this a little bit tedious at this point. The thing that's missing here is a face to face. I do private consults. The links are always pinned to the top comment. You shouldn't have a problem because you do well in life because you're a doctor. Why don't you book me for a private consult? We'll have a conversation. I'll help you out, okay? All right. I'll think about that. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. She won't do it. All right. Let's give it to Steph here now. We got a couple waiting. Boom. Oh, they ran off. There you go. They ran off. <laughs> All right, real quick, we're going to hit Bob over here, and then we're going to wrap up the show. What's up, Bob? Hey, Rich, can you hear me? Yeah, real quick, you got like five so, minutes. Um, like in the future, I'd like to do like a van life, uh, camping, traveling type thing. Okay. Um, so how would that work in this dynamic? Like if I had an LTR with me during... Oh, like a travel sort of like uh, like a travel couple. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a good question. So I, interestingly enough, watch a couple of sailing channels. I've mentioned this for a couple of years now. Um, and it, for the most part, either seems to be a single guy bringing girls onto his boat, which is great for views. Um, or, or like a sort of like a, a couple doing like their lifestyle on the sailboat. So your plan is to get like what, like a camper, an RV, uh, like a van life sort of thing and drive around. Yeah, kind of like a transit van. Okay, and you can work remotely? Um, not yet. The plan is to get there, though. Okay, so what's the appeal for her to join you on this ride, then? Uh, mostly companionship. Companionship. Okay. Better off with a dog. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you think about it. Like, like what are you going to offer to her by inviting her into this uh, camper van for a trip around... I don't know the world. Let's say it's uh, excitement, adventure. Yeah. That, that's the reason I'm doing it is adventure. 
How old are you, Bob? 34. What kind of experience you got with women? Uh, two divorces. <laughs> two divorces. Okay. How many women you dated? Uh, I don't know. 20, maybe. Uh, okay. And your last divorce, why did you guys split up? Uh, she went with the neighbor. <laughs> okay. Well, you you have a hard time keeping them then, sounds like. Yeah. So, so, so how are you going to fix that? You're going to take them out in a remote desert in a camper van and have no neighbors? No. You see uh, what I'm saying, man? It's about fixing you yeah. first. I, I guess I should hit up the Humane Society then. <laughs> you should get, get, get a good dog, man. Get a good dog. You know, dogs are great for van life. I know a lot of guys that, you know, like roll with their pups. Um, yeah, but it sounds like, I mean, if you want to do it, do it. I don't, whatever. I mean, it's like, if it doesn't work out, what's she going to do? Take half the camper van, right? The point of the matter is you're still traveling with a chick and like, you're going to find out very quickly whether or not you guys are going to be compatible over a long-term basis. Because when you do, like when you live a life like that, you're going to have stressful shit that comes up. You're going to have breakdowns. Are you going to be competent enough to fix the vehicle if it breaks down? Like, are you a handy guy? Yeah. You're going to have electrical issues. You know, can you fix that? Yeah. Well, if you can do all those things and she looks at you as her hypergamous best option, you're at least going to have a kick at the can. But it sounds to me like one of the problems that you're going to have, though, is that you really got to work on the you part. Because if your last marriage ended in her going with the neighbor, then she saw him as a better option than the guy that she vowed to be with for the rest of her life. Right. So there's some work you got to do on yourself there. But I don't have a lot of time on this one because we only had five minutes, man. All right. All right, buddy. Conversation. Good luck with that one. The van life. That's, uh, I don't know. That's an interesting one. But yeah, I, I uh, look, man, before you invite a woman to, to live with you or into your life, make sure that you have yourself sorted out, that you are a great version of yourself. Because like I said earlier, competition anxiety is going to relax. Betatization will happen. And you're going to have to exert more effort and energy on the frame component of it. It is what it is. It's work. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up on that note. Went over tonight. I hope that the, uh, like, guys, seriously watch the first part of the video if you're thinking about living with a chick with your girlfriend. And just look at it. Seriously. Look at the look at the details there and ask yourself, what is the point? Why are you doing this? Right? What is the point? Do it if you're going to have kids. Do it if you're going to have kids. Because there's nothing better for children than a, than a two-parent household. But vet for at least a couple of years. Okay? Vet for at least a couple of years. Somebody, by the way, raised the point um, that if you live together before you have kids or before you get married, and I'm not saying get married. I think marriage is stupid. Um, but if that's on your agenda, fine. Um, but if you live together before that, then the chances of it ending in divorce are higher. Uh, and that's slightly true. There's there's a part to that that's missing. It's slightly higher in North America, statistically speaking, but it's improved in Europe, statistically speaking. So doing that in Europe, you're better off doing it here in North America before you get married. Statistically, there's a, there's a slight percentage uh, increase in divorces if you do it that way. Um, but uh, look, man, you guys are going to do what you're going to do. Do it in an intelligent way. You know, playing house ain't easy. 
it's work and you're going to have to get your head squared away and be a solid dude that has, you know, has their life sorted out. Watch the start of the video several, like if you're thinking about moving in with a chick, watch the start of the video, the first 30, 40 minutes over at least a couple of times. So you get it through your head and make sure you understand the notions of competition, anxiety, beta and frame and legal issues, especially where you live. Um, there's no quick and easy fix to any of these things. It's going to require a certain degree of work. And like I said, at the start of the video, my lawyer, my, you know, my friend, my lawyer, my family lawyer made it quite clear that based on his experience, and he's been practicing family law for seems like 20 years now anyway, his plan is just to remain lifelong bachelor and not live with a woman because it just makes it simpler. I'm not opposed to living with a woman. It's entirely possible that I may do so at some point in the future, but it would have to be on my terms and it would have to be in such a way where I recognize that the extra work that I have to apply to frame dealing with, you know, the consequences of inviting a woman into your life and into your house is going to require extra effort and resources on your part. And there's going to be a decline in certain things that you benefited from prior to her moving in, like intimacy is probably not going to happen as often as it did before. Uh, in, in almost all cases, uh, men report a decline, sometimes a strong decline or a complete absence of innocent intimacy when you live with a woman. And that for a lot of guys seems to be like the main reason why they want to do it, right? They just want to quick and easy access to intimacy. And it's like, it doesn't always work out that way, guys. In fact, it often goes in the opposite direction. Um, before I wrap up, I'm going to say this one last thing. Um, Esther Perel, uh, wrote several books. I've read them all. She's a great author and uh, speaks from a tremendous amount of experience. Uh, interest in men over a long term when they live together, it's it, it kind of moves on a slow decline. It declines for both sexes, by the way, for men and women. But for men, it's a little bit more gradual. For women, it's almost like a hockey stick. It's it's like, you know, the interest is strong and then you move in together and it's like, and then it starts to go down. Take a look around you guys, you know. Take a look around your family, her family. See how many people that live together and how many of them that have lived together for five, six, seven years that are truly happy, you know, that you know, that you've, you know, you've been over for dinner, you've had them over, you've seen what they're like in real life that are truly happy. And the odds of you doing the same thing based on those numbers you're going to find are quite complicated. But anyway, there's a whole bunch there. Um, and again, guys, like, look, I like the call-ins and I want to do my best to take as many as possible, but there's some of you guys that are leaving stuff out or there's, or there's holes in it. Like, especially with that last woman, you know, the alpha female, it's like, look, you want privacy? Fine. I do private consults. Let's book a call. Let's hop on a 30 minute conversation, turn on your camera and let's see what the real problem is. And I'll just be honest with you. I mean, I've been doing that for years too. Anyway, you guys have a good night. Check out the uh, top pin comments. We'll see you guys next week. Have an awesome one. Peace out.